today we have a golden message, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say, Joseph. So come on out. Right. Thanks, Holly. Thank you. You're too kind, really, you are. Ah. Shabbat shalom, everyone. Um, today's message um, is a continuation of all the messages. I only, I only have one message. I only have one. Faith. That's it. That's all you're going to hear me preach about. That's all you're going to hear me teach about is faith. So today, the faith message today is that the law of faith. The law of faith. Yeah, I know what you, I hear you thinking now. Faith has a law. Yes, it does. Let's go to Romans chapter 3, verse 27. Romans chapter 3, verse 27. Where then is boasting? Is it excluded because of what law? The law that requires works? Nope. But of the law that requires faith. There it is. You read it for yourself. Faith has a law. Now we have to find out what that law really is and how do we operate within that law. Last time I taught on faith, it was about the examples and the principles of faith, which bring us to now the law of faith. Faith has a law. And we have to operate within that law of faith. If we don't, then we're outside the will of God. Perfect example. This is how we operate in the law of faith. All of you sitting here today, by the grace of God, you all operated in that law of faith. How do we operate in that law of faith? Well, Romans, again, we're in Romans. This time, we're in chapter 10. Chapter 10 of Romans. Chapter 10 of Romans, starting at verse 8. But what does it say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth, Yeshua is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Did you get that? If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised Yeshua from the dead, you shall be saved. Because for with, the, for with your heart you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. You realize or not, we operate it whenever we confess that God raised Yeshua. First of all, that Yeshua was put on a stake, buried, dead, and that his father, God, raised him from the dead. We are saved. We say it. We believe it. We operate it in the law of faith. 
It takes faith to believe that God raised up his son from the dead. When we believed that, we said it, and when we believed it, we operated in the law of faith. That's what Romans 3.27 is saying. Where's your boasting? Is it excluded? Because of what law? The law that requires works? Nope. We didn't have to work to accept Yeshua. He did all the work for us. He did all the work for us. We didn't have to work. So works are off the table. So now what? Well, it's because of the law that requires faith. It requires faith. That's a law. And if you operate outside that law, then you're in doubt and unbelief. The law of faith says you have to believe it. Although you don't see it, believe it. Say it. Believe it in your heart. Then it shall come to pass. That's the law of faith. You operate outside of that, you're in doubt, unbelief. And what did God say about those who doubt? He said a man that doubts, wavering back and forth, today I'm saved. Uh, yesterday I didn't feel so saved. Tomorrow I pray that I'm saved. And you have people who continually come again, put Messiah back on the tree. I, conf- I, 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 I confess, I believe that Yeshua is my, son, is my Lord and Savior. You go back through the whole salvation all over again. You, you put Messiah back on the tree again. Paul talks about this a lot. He's saying, when are you going to grow up? When are you going to move past this first stage of faith? Now you have to start operating within the law of faith. The law of faith says, I can do all things through Messiah which strengthens me. I doubt I can do that, though. Now you're operating outside of the law of faith. The law of faith says, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Great is he that's in me than he that's in the world. But Lord, they're going to fire me tomorrow. What am I going to do? You operating outside of faith, outside of the law of faith now. The law of faith says, death, nor perilous times, nor persecution, nothing shall separate me from the love of God. Nothing. That's what faith said. But now you're doubting because you're going to let a job separate you from God. Oh, Yes. Some people lose their faith in that. That, Lord, I prayed for this job. You gave me this job. Now they're going to fire me. Really? Just say thank you. You just gave me a promotion. I believe God. If he brought me here, he's able to take me wherever else I need to go. That's called faith. But you have to say these things to yourself and believe it. Now you're operating within faith. If you say faith that you can see, that's not faith at all. If you can see it, that's not faith. That's not faith. If you see it, it's not faith. 
Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's how you operate in the law of faith. I haven't seen it, but I believe it because why? God said so. Now you operate in the law of faith. The law of faith says it doesn't matter whether you're a Jew or a Gentile. It doesn't matter. We all the same. And the Lord is rich and blesses all who call on him. When we operate in the law of faith, we disregard this natural life. When we operate in the law of faith, this natural life, we overseed it. We over that. We've conquered something that's tangible, that we can touch, that we can feel. He said, if you can do that, it's not faith. We have to move beyond what we see, what we can touch. And operate in the law of faith is like, I don't see it, but yet I believe it. I believe it. Because remember, when you operate in the law of faith, you move into the spirit, operating within the spirit of God within the spirit of Yeshua. Yeshua came along to show us how it works. Yeshua came along and taught us how the law of faith works. He was with his disciples. They were going to one of these towns. They passed a fig tree when he knew it. The Bible says he knew it was not time for the figs yet. But yet, he reached for figs on the tree. Nothing. And then he says, from this day forth, you'll die. No man will ever eat from you again. They went on to the town. On their way back, his disciples said, you sure? That tree died. When did it die? He said, the minute I spoke to it. The minute I spoke to it. It died then. They didn't see it dead. It was still green, had plenty of leaves on it. But the next day they came by, it was withering, dying. That's called faith. He operated within the law of faith. Yeshua constantly operated within the law of faith. Because he operated in the law of faith, he pleased God. He pleased God. He became the perfect sacrifice it wasn't Adam it wasn't Abraham it wasn't Moses it wasn't any of the prophets all the apostles it was Yeshua he was the perfect he operated in perfect obedience to God he operated within the law of faith and it pleased God it pleased him the Lord says, if your ways please God, he will withhold no good thing from you. He will withhold no good thing from you. And how do our ways please God? When we operate in the law of faith.
we continually believe. No matter what circumstances come our way, we continually to believe. We don't turn back. We don't shrink back. Anybody that backs away, God says, I have no part with you. He says, I have no part with you. Because now that you tasted the truth, you tasted my goodness, and you back away from it, he says, I have no part with you. This law of faith is taking us to the next level of faith when we operate in the law of faith. When we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart, Yeshua is the Son of God, and God has raised him from the dead, first level of faith. The first level of faith. That's the basics of faith. Believing in the Messiah, whom you've not seen, we've not seen him. Faith is of the things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We have not seen him. But yet we believe. First step of faith. The f- now you operate in the law of faith. And now when we move to the next stage, we move from faith to faith, from glory to glory. Now when we move into the law of faith, and we become to understand the law of faith, we know that with come with that law, within the law of faith comes obedience. Not disobedience, obedience. So what do you mean? This is what I mean. When God says, go to this person, I got something to tell them. And you go like, I'm shy, Moses. I'm shy. I'm not a good speaker. Really, Moses? I created you. Isn't that, isn't that the same conversation that Job had with God? Job got upset with God. He wanted to know why all these things were happening to him. And God set him down after he, Job, he set Job down. He said, listen, where were you when I measured out this earth? Where were you? When I raised up the mountains, where were you? When I set the canopy, the heavens above the earth, where were you, Job? When I created these creatures in the earth, where were you, Job? See, Job was doubting God. And he was sitting on an ash heap in sackcloth, had sores all over his body. And at some point, he began to doubt. Family gone, wife gone. He's sitting there by himself. His friends going, you did something wrong, Job. What's happening? What's going on? You sinned. He wasn't operating in faith. But when God talked to him, after, he had, after God had this conversation with him, Job understood then. He understood. Job was the one to say, yet he slayed me, yet will I trust him. Because he understood then, although I don't see these things, I believe it. I believe it. We have to be that way. When it seems like the whole world is coming against us. But everything seems like it's going wrong. It's just a distraction. It's just something to get you to doubt. It's just a distraction to get you to step outside the realm of, of, of the law of faith. That's all it is. 
That's all it is. Remember, these physical things in this world, things that we can touch and feel, it's just to get our attention. But that's not God. God is in the law of faith. When you operate within the law of faith, you believe it, yet you haven't seen it. You shall receive it. We all in our lives have been to a place and a point in our lives when we go like, I don't know what to do next. I've been there. I've been to the place where, because I want to go to church, I would ask my roommate, hey, I'll pay you. Take me to church Sunday morning. And I didn't have an automobile. So he said, okay, great. I wake up, I get dressed, knock on his door. No one, no answer. Kept knocking, no answer. I looked outside, his car was gone. I'm going like, wait a minute. I know I asked him, take me to church. I got upset with God. I got upset with God going like, what's the deal? Only thing I want to do is go to church and worship you. Only thing I want to do is go to church. And you know what God said to me? I, I was like a kid. I had a temper tantrum. I was a 30-something-year-old man laying on the floor having a temper tantrum. I was on the floor having a serious, I had a serious temper tantrum. And you know what the Lord said to me? Do you trust me? That's all he said. Do you trust me? Then I kind of started feeling like Peter a little bit. Like, uh, yeah, I trust you. Do you trust me? Then I started getting a little concerned. Yeah, I trust you. He asked me again, do you trust me? That's when it clicked. Do I really trust him? Then I started searching. Do I really trust God? Do I really trust God? Do I really have that kind of faith in God no matter what's going on that he will deliver me out of it all? At the time, I didn't believe that. I didn't know anything about that. But he taught me that. He taught me that in the midst of my temper tantrum. That's when I started going, wait a minute. Okay. There's something to this. So that led me to start researching. I had to go to the word of God. And strengthen my faith. I had to read about faith and trust. Go like, wow. I guess I really didn't trust God. I believed him, but I didn't trust him. I didn't trust him to do what he said he would do. So now I had to rebuild my faith, rebuild my trust in God. Because what I thought was trust was not trust at all. And when I started operating within that law of faith, God started blessing me. He started pouring out his blessings on me. And then I had that hunger, that thirst. Because then I understood what that hunger and thirst was all about. It was all about walking with God, having faith, believing that whatever he says, it will happen. And then I learned he started giving me, out of his word, messages about faith. About, and I started paying attention to faith. I've really never paid attention to faith before. 
That's why I said I only have one message, faith. Without it, it's impossible to please God. It's not about the money. It's not about the fame. It's not about all these material things. It's not about that. It's about having faith in God. Operating within the law of faith. You step outside that law of faith, you're missing out on God's blessings. As long as you operate within that law of faith, straight and narrow is the path. Broad is the way to destruction. Straight and narrow is the path. There's no room for doubt. There's no room for unbelief. When you operate in the law of faith, you will come to understand how Yeshua operates. You will come to understand how important obedience is. You will come to understand and you will learn to guard your faith at all costs. You will learn to guard it at all costs. Because doubt and unbelief is always at the door looking for an opportunity to get in. Some of us say it's the devil, it's Hasatan. No. It's your lack of belief. Your lack of faith. You're operating outside of the law of faith. That's the only way anyone can get in when you operate outside of the law of faith. Yeah, I heard them saying about good th bad things happen to good people. There's only one good. Yeshua. We're human beings. We're in these bodies. And these bodies are subject to sin. I don't care how high up you go, as long as you're in this flesh, you're subject to sin. That's why Paul talked about when Yeshua comes, he says, we don't know what we're going to look like or what we're going to be like, but we know we're going to be like him when he comes. And I can tell you now what he's going to look like when, he's come, when he comes. He's going to be in his glorified body. That's what he's going to be like in his glorified body without sin. That's what he's going to be in. And that's what we're going to look like as long as we hold fast to our faith and our confession, and our profession of faith. We have to confess it. How do we profess our faith? When you talk to people in your everyday life, and you begin to mention about the authority and the power of Messiah, you are professing and confessing your faith, operating within the law of faith. When you tell others about Yeshua, you're operating within the law of faith. When you live your life holy and righteous before God, Paul said, let your conversation be holy, not your spoken word, but your actions. Let it be holy. You're speaking loudly. Perfect example. Not perfect example, but an example. 
people who don't know me, when they spend time, like, on the job, pretty much every job I've ever worked, most people think, and even today, some people who I've been working with for 10 years still think I've been, I was in the military. I never served. Never served. But I do serve. But they notice something. They notice a discipline. That discipline is that I do my best to walk within the law of faith to please God. And yes, that means I can't get in that kind of conversation. I don't want to hear that. And they understand that, but they think it's because I was in the military. No, because I'm at work. I'm a no-nonsense person. I, won't, I like to do things and do it right. I don't want to have to do anything. I don't want to have to live my life for God. I want to live my God. I want to live my life for God right. I want to live according to the word that he showed us in this life. So as we begin to operate in the law of faith, now that we, become, now that we come to understand what the law of faith and how it works, I encourage you to read the book of Romans. Read the entire book of Romans. And then, after you read the entire book of Romans, read Hebrews chapter 11. And learn how we to operate in the law of faith. Father, I thank you for the holy written word, your inspired spoken word. I thank you that if we meditate on your word day and night, that we observe to do all that's written therein. Then shall we make our way prosperous, and then shall we have good success. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. Shabbat shalom, everyone. Would everybody please stand? Send you out with a blessing. I hope nobody's walking out of here before they go downstairs because uh, we're leaving here. There's an enormous amount of goodies down there. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Yaeranai panavalecha vichuneka Yisahadonai panavalecha veyasem lecha shalom
hallelujah, before you converse, or as some would say, conversate, uh, I'd like to ask a blessing on the food. Hallelujah. Baruch atarani, Eloheinu melech alom, hamotzi lechem min haaretz. Amen. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives us bread from the earth and who does give us some drink. Baruch atarani, Eloheinu melech alom, pri hagafen. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who creates the fruit of the vine. In Yeshua's name, go in peace and eat well.